Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Come and Take Your Podcast. This is your boy Christian, um, bringing you all the information and all the news for the past couple of weeks that I haven't done any episodes uh, till today, and uh, give you a heads up on what's coming up next in this month of February, which is the hardest month for me to pronounce. Um, but yeah, so this whole month, uh, as we move on into what the beginning of the season will be at the end of the month. You're also going to hear me mispronounce February a lot. Um, but um, without further ado, let me go ahead and just kind of give you my social media so you can get in touch with me if you have to. Send me, I don't know, questions or comments or whatever you want. So you can get at me or find me at uh, Cristian Putalias all together. It's C-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. On uh, Instagram and then on Twitter, you can find me under Chris Pudelias, which is C R I S, and then my last name. Um, you can find me there. I'm always on on the Twitter and on the Instagram, you know, here and there. And um, so, if you have any questions, if you want to hit me up for some reason, go ahead and just hit me up there. Uh, I'm always available whenever I'm not working um, and whenever I'm not playing with my kids. Uh, so just hit me up there, and you know, I'll hit you back. Um, but yeah, today we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, I have probably a list of 10 things that I wanted to mention, and they're probably not going to be in order. I just wrote them down as they came to my head. Um, so, you know, let's get going before this gets any longer. So um, this past um, <clears throat> month, obviously, um, we had uh, a couple of weeks back, we had the FanFest, the Houston FanFest, which is actually, I think it was last weekend, last Saturday. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, I wasn't able to go. Uh, I was uh, actually camping. I went camping, which I highly recommend to take extra clothes when you're camping in the freaking winter. I froze my ass off. Uh, sleeping in a tent with just... A little bit of clothes in a uh, sleeping bag so if you're going out there camping for some reason just take a whole bunch of clothes because it gets really cold in Texas um, but yeah so I wasn't able to go because I was over there camping with uh, some of my in-laws well not some of my in-laws with my father-in-law to be more specific and then my brothers-in-law we went on a fishing trip where we caught one fish between three of us it was a great fishing trip very successful but uh, unfortunately, so I was spending time with them, so I wasn't able to make it to the fan fest. But I was able to kind of live through it uh, via all the pictures and all the videos and all the interviews that you know people were doing over there. Um, so it looked like there was a really good turnout. A lot of people got to interact with the players, got to you know, I guess get to know them or see them in action. You know, a little bit closer than than usual. You know, it's just a it's just a, a practice. So, you know, it was nothing official, nothing too crazy. Um, but the people, you know, got out there, got to shake their hands, take pictures, you know. It's like the one time that they're able to get a little bit closer than usual. And um, it seemed to, to be, you know, a good turnout. You know, they were doing, uh, they were selling uh, clothing from previous years. Uh, not only clothing, but like, you know, practice gear and, um, and like a whole bunch of like little little gifts and stuff that you know they were selling and you know it was like a whole family event um i saw a lot of pictures of a lot of kids out there so i guess it's good that a lot of kids are wanting to go to the stadium and stuff like that 
Um, so that happened, you know, it was a success. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people got to get to know the players, interview them and, and stuff like that. That is a really good thing about this new coach that um, Tab Ramos, the new coach, is a little bit more open to the media than than others. And also talking about the media, it was good to know that there was a lot of like local media channels in the stadium trying to, you know, I guess covering the Houston Dynamo. So, you know, there was, uh, I saw ABC 13, CV, not CVS, um, uh, Channel 2, Channel 26, Channel 13, I believe it is, um, ABC, I think it was out there too. Um, there was a bunch of local channels that, you know, if you're from Houston, you, you know about them. And uh, it's pretty good because in the previous years, due to the non, like no media contact from the last coach, they weren't able to get out there, you know, for practices and stuff like that. But, you know, luckily for us, Ty Ramos is a guy that kind of wants to be out there with, with the people. So, you know, what a, you know, one of the best things that you could do is, you know, portray yourself through through media, through, you know, the news channels and, and the local channels and local reporters and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool that, you know, that's happening. Um, so let's just, out of the blue, jump in into the new, or not the new, but the next uh, point that I had written down, which is the Jersey uh, presentation that is going to be happening actually this week and on Wednesday in New York City for uh, Fashion Week. Um there was a leak, so if you, I think I retweeted it on my Twitter, and if you're any type of Dynamo fan or Dynamo enthusiast, you probably saw it. Um, it was a pretty, um, how can we say it, different. Um, you know, to begin, we have pretty, like, you know, um, unique colors when it comes to orange and black, um, you know, when it comes to the league. Everybody, you know, has the regular colors, blue or red. You know, the crazy ones are, like, yellow and green and stuff. But, like, you know, we have orange and, uh, and black. But, so most people actually did not like it. They actually hated it. You know, they they said a bunch of things about the jersey and stuff like that. Which, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And my opinion, personally, is that I actually liked it. Um... It's just, you know, it's just different. It's not like a regular plain shirt or, or stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of people kind of were hating on the three on three stripes on the shoulder. And, you know, it's a little uh, Adidas thing that they're putting the three stripes on every single jersey that they're making this year for, like, every team. Um, just to, as a, a little nudge or, like, a reminder of the twin or, you know, a throwback to the 25th season of the MLS. Where in 1996 or 95, um, they came out with those jerseys. And, you know, it's kind of like a throwback. Uh, but the reason I liked it, I think my first actual thought, to be honest with everybody, um, was that I want to get that jersey because in the next 10, 15 years, um, it's going to be like a like a collectible of some sort. Uh, because so many people hate it and, and so many people are like, well, not hate it, but like it's such a like unique design. And yes, I know Argentina had it as their practice shirt and stuff like that. But having, you know, one of your shirts look so different than others and, um, and stuff like that. I was just thinking ahead and thinking about how possibly valuable it could be for for like in the next 10, 15 years. 
And to be honest, I have a bunch of jerseys that I want to pass down to my son. Um, so that's like one of the weird things that I do is I collect different things that I that I want to pass on to my kids. And one of the things that I want to do is have a nice jersey collection and when the time comes, pass them down to my son. And I think that jersey right there actually is a great addition to my collection of, I think I have like five, six shirts already. Um, so, you know, my birthday is coming up next month. So more, most likely I'm getting that one. Um, <clears throat> to add to my collection and I'm probably going to wear the heck out of it like I usually tend to do with my Dynamo jerseys but uh, yeah let's keep going let's move on uh, also let me know what you think what do you think about the jersey a lot, like I said I posted on my Twitter a lot of people hate it and a lot of people like it um, there's actually a lot more people that hate it than like it but you know it is what it is uh, we'll see how you know in February 5th, when it actually comes out, see how it really looks, you know, because, you know, all these uh, leaks and stuff like that, maybe they don't give you, like, a full, I don't know, like, a full 100% representation of what the shirt is, maybe they give you an idea of what it is, or, you know, a very accurate, or, you know, it is, you know, whatever the case may be, but hopefully, you know, once we see it with the kit put together, maybe it, it looks a little bit better, you know? Um... So another thing that happened, let me take a quick second right here. Taking a water break. Um, another thing that happened is that we came out with our new slogan for this season. And the cool thing about this slogan that not only it represents like the city of Houston as like a very Houstonian saying or phrase, but it actually, we're doing a joint uh, thing with the Dash. Um, as many as you know, um, the Houston Dynamo has like an affiliation. It, I, the reason that I'm saying these words like that is because I don't want to say that the Houston, Houston Dynamo has like a female version of their team, which they don't because the Dash is actually their own thing. But, you know, we have... I guess stop saying stupid words, but we have a uh, we have a women's league in the Houston in the Houston and Houston the city of Houston. I'm sorry, the city of Houston has a has a team which happens to be the Houston Dash, um, which you know they are themselves. Uh, they're nothing, you know. They don't live in the shadow of any other team because they're talented, you know, as their own team. I'm saying too many things now. I'm digging my whole you know, deeper and deeper, but, uh, yeah, they're doing, like, a joint coalition, you know, let's bring the club together, uh, you know, let's put the city together, let's bring, you know, this force that we are as the Houston Dynamo and the Houston Dash together, and, you know, let's push forward in these, you know, colors of orange, black, and baby blue, um, so we're gonna all unite under one umbrella and under one phrase, which is hold it down, um, so hashtag hold it down this whole season. That's going to be your thing. And I think it's pretty cool. I think it represents the city of Houston. Or at least the... Because I've seen a lot of people, older people, you know, kind of like... Com not complain, but, you know, they were confused to what it actually meant. Like, what it, what does it mean by holding it down? But, you know, as other people have explained to them, you know, it's, um, it's a... Uh, it's like a new thing. It's like in the last, in the two, I think it probably came out in like the two thousands. Uh, me and my teenage years, when you know we 
we would all listen to Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Mike Jones, um, Lil Flip, and probably like the old SUC click and and then I mean uh Switch Out Records and we can I guess we can keep going. Um but you know the the Houston rap scene kinda got grew like really, really big. We were actually in the national level, like, you know, exporting musicians. I think Paul Wall was one of the ones that came out of there. One of the biggest ones. We all know who Paul Wall is. Um, even from like shoot from like Jingle Bling, Chameleon Air, like a bunch of a bunch of dudes that came out of that scene, Slim Thug. Um, and those are like, you know, the thing, I guess the phrase I would, you know, we would say was age down, hold it down. So I think it's pretty cool that now we, that we are of age in our twenties or, you know, early thirties that we're able to bring that back into our city and actually come unite ourselves with the dash, um, under that phrase. So I think it's pretty cool. So if you see also another thing, um, I posted on Twitter that I had a proposition for the Houston Dynamo fans, which was that if you see another Houston Dynamo fan out on the streets wearing a jersey, wearing anything related to the Houston Dynamo, you know, if you make eye contact, you throw up your age, and they're supposed to throw up the HIU as a symbolism of brotherhood or, you know, fraternity or sisterhood. Uh, I was going to say modernity, but I don't think they uh, have maternity uh as fraternity, I don't know what the term is, sorority, I guess it would be, but it's really hard to pronounce, so we'll leave it at uh, sisterhood, um, but yeah, so like, if you see another uh, fellow dyna, dy- I was I was going to say dynamite, but another fellow uh, dynamo fan, you know, just throw up your age, chunk, you know, chunk up the H at them, and um, they'll do it back to you, you know, it's, I think it would be a cool thing to to have something, you know, you know how like Jeep drivers have a thing or like motorcycle drivers when they cross each other in the street, <clears throat> they have like a little hand sign that they do. I thought it would be pretty cool if we had our own as, you know, as Houstonians, as Dynamo fans. <clears throat> and the reason that came about is because I was at work the other day and this uh, gentleman came up to, the, you know, the counter of where I work and he had a Dynamo jersey on. So, you know, every time I see a Dynamo jersey, I get super excited because I'm like, hey, like, there's another Dynamo fan. You know, I get somebody that likes soccer the way that, you know, as much as I do and loves the Dynamo as much as I do. So, you know, um, I actually saw him walking by and, and I didn't say anything because, you know, I'm pretty shy and awkward like that. I, I wasn't going to, you know start talking to a random dude that's walking by but you know he actually came back in to the counter that I was in and I had to talk to him and I think you know at the end of our conversation about you know business wise uh, I asked him I was like oh so you know are you making it to the home opener and he was like uh he's like no I, I don't know I don't he's like no I don't think so um he's like I should maybe right and I was like I was like yeah man I was like you know, it's going to be, you know, we got a bunch of new players, new team. And I was like, you know, I can, and I guess we're, pl- we're playing the Galaxy. You know, it's going to be a good team. And I was like, you know, they're bringing Chicharito, you know, you know to give them, a, I guess, a, another reason. Uh, you know, I guess nowadays you can use that as a reason to go watch. You know, if you're not watching the Dynamo, I guess go see Chicharito, you know. And the dude was like, well, you know, I don't know. He was like, I usually go, you know, watch one or two games. Um, a year, uh, but he's like, you know, I'll think about it, I'll probably go, um, 
So in my head, I was like, damn. I was like, I wonder if he's if he's like a real fan or he's just, you know, like a casual dude. Which, don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, if you're a casual fan, that's fine with me. Like, as long as you go to the stadium and support the team and, you know, in the most minimal way, I'm down with that. But I don't know. I, I guess I'm come from, I come from like a different uh, soccer culture where, you know, you're either a fan or you're not, you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm the kind of I'm the kind of person that I only wear jerseys of teams that I like. Like it's really hard for me to wear a jersey of a team that I don't really follow. Like for example, if you look at my closet, I have an AC Milan shirt from like the early 2000s, which I think is badass. You know, it has the whole collar. Like you can pop your collar and all that stuff. And it's kind of old, but you know, I think it looks nice. And I think I've worn it like a few times. I mean, it's a used shirt. I got it. I don't even know where I got it from. I got it from my dad, I believe. So he used to use it and wear it. Uh, and I got it from him. And uh, and I have only worn it a couple times because I don't want. I'm the type of person that I don't want to be walking down the street, and an actual AC Milan, you know, fan comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, did you watch a game, man? You know, da da da." And for me to be like, "Oh no, man, I don't really follow AC Milan." It just kind of bothers me. But I mean, it's just you know it, it's me. That's the same reason why I'm not a Barcelona fan or a Real Madrid fan or anything like that because I don't really care. So like, I'm not gonna be a fan of the team because I like one player. Like, I can accept that yeah, Messi or Ronaldo are like the greatest players in the world. But you know, I'm not gonna be a a Barca fan or Real Madrid fan just because of one guy. But you know, that's like I said, that's just the way that I was raised. So. You know, you won't see me wearing any any other jerseys from any other teams from any other cities, other than like Houston, Houston stuff, like teams that I like. So I guess after my whole story, uh, yeah. So if you see another Dynamo uh, fan, chunk up the deuce or not the deuce, but chunk up the H, and, and you know, let's see what happens. I'll see if we can create a little uh, Dynamo culture when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, let's keep on moving. Enough of the stories. Uh, so Marco Mar- Mar- Maric, Marco Maric, Maric, or goalie, I guess I'll, I'll, be, I'll be learning how to pronounce his name as the season goes. But he was able to make it uh, down to the U.S. from, um, where was he at, where was he at? Norway, I believe he was in. He, he was playing in Europe, so he made it down. Uh, I'm terrible at remembering stuff like that. But we have a new goalie. He was able to, you know, start uh, this week or last week um, practicing with the team. So we're very excited about that. Um, also, if you want to listen to uh, his first interview uh, was with Glenn Davis. Of course, Glenn Davis always gets first divs on all the players. Uh, I think he earned it. So obviously he gets all that. And, would, and also he's a great interviewer. So why not? Um, so if you want to listen to that, go ahead and check out his, uh, you can check out, you know, the actual radio show, uh, Soccer Matters Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis, or, you know, you can actually Google his podcast and he has all the, all the episodes and all the interviews that he does there too. Um, also, it's a, it's a pretty good listen. You get to, to go inside of the players' lives for a little bit. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to get to know your players before you actually go watch them. Um, and on top of that, we actually got a couple more players added to the roster. So we got uh, Cody Croper, 
uh, another goalie. So he's actually coming down from New England, and he's gonna compete with, directly with Marco and uh, Nelson for you know the starting role as a goalkeeper. So I think it's pretty good that we have another dude. Our goalies are very young, 24, 24, and 26. Um, so it's pretty great that we have really young goalies that are gonna compete and give it their all to be you know the the first <clears throat> the first goalie to to open the season and to be there. And to you know help the team, I think it's a really good competition. Also, <clears throat> Cody brings a lot of um, experience. You know, he was in the U, I believe U20s and U23s national teams uh, with the U.S. And also, he played on New England Revolution for a few a few seasons. So obviously, he has some MLS experience under his belt. And then another one that I'm actually pretty excited about is uh, Kyle Adams. He's a, a guy from New Zealand. He's a young kid. Um, <clears throat> and um, he's coming, actually coming up from uh, RGV, uh, RGV FC, RGV Toros. Um, so, you know, the affiliate that we have in the USL is RGV. That's where we, I guess, we use it as a type of academy to develop players and to become, um, to become, and that's a weird uh, way, into becoming a, like, an MLS player, a, a player of, you know, of, like, the first division soccer here of the United States. And um, it seems like Kyle Adams uh, seems to have stepped up to to that, and we have signed him to a contract. So Kyle Adams will be joining the roster, will be joining the Houston Dynamo this year as a you know as a Houston Dynamo player, and um, he's also a center back. So as I don't know if you've seen my last couple episodes and stuff that I've written about um, Victor Cabrera. But, you know, the competition for those spots are, it's pretty, pretty strong. There's at least five, there's at least five guys now with Kyle um, that are being, they're going to be competing for those two center back positions. So the competition is going to be pretty, pretty strong. And, you know, you have some guys that are old, a little bit older with more experience. And then you have the younger guys that even though they're younger, they still have some more experience. So it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out and you know who will be the starting center backs for the Houston Dynamo also you know we do have the US Open Cup so that's going to give him a chance to prove himself hopefully if he goes in um, that you know he's up to up to the challenge of you know being in an MLS team and then also a little thing that kind of happened uh, late last week before the window closed on January 31st was that Manotas uh, or the Houston Dynamo received an, uh, an offer for Manotas, um, but it was turned down because the amounts they s- said that it was too low. So we ob- obviously, obviously don't know any numbers, but um, <clears throat> but it, they say that the number was too low, so Manotas wasn't able to fly away and spread his wings in Europe. Um, so that's a little piece of information that I guess you might want to know. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into like the good stuff. I mean, there's, everything's good, but what I mean by the good stuff is that the games are finally coming to town, or not to town, but just coming. Period. Um, I have here on my schedule that we're supposed to be having two games this week, actually, one on Tuesday in uh, at RGV, uh, a preseason game, and then uh, also we'll have another game on Saturday also in RGV so I think one of those games will be actually against RGV and the other one is going to be a, um, 
I believe is going to be against the UT Rio Grande Valley UT over there. Um, so you know it's pretty, you know, solid teams I guess, um, and just a good a good practice round before we actually uh, go to Arizona the next week because the, the Saturday the 15th, that's when we actually have our uh, our first game of three preseason games um, before our season starts. Um, we'll be playing the Sun Cup tournament in Arizona. And um, we'll be going down over there the next week. So you know, these two weeks are going to be are going to bring back some soccer. So I'm really excited about that. I haven't watched soccer in forever. I mean, I've watched you know some Boca games here and there, but you know, I, I really want soccer close to me so I can go watch it and stuff like that. Um, so you know, be uh, in the loop about those. So Tuesday, I will be tweeting out some information about that game and also. If I hopefully um, find a way to watch it and, um, you know, I'll be tweeting some stuff about the game and then also Saturday, um, you know, just follow me on Twitter. I'll be posting some stuff on that and also keep keep in touch. So next week I'll give you, you know, I'll send all, all those informations, um, all this information, information out there so you can, you know, listen and stay up to date with all the games and stuff like that. Um, another thing that happened, a very exciting thing that happened was that um, the Dynamo, in partnership with a bunch of organizations, um, whenever I say a word really funny like that, uh, it's not that I'm trying to be funny, it's that I just don't know how to pronounce them, pronounce them, so I just make up some funny way to say them, because uh, I think it looks cool. Um, like I always tell my friends and my wife, I'm an ESL student, and I'm going to carry that for the rest of my life, even though I know how to speak English now. Um, so that's my excuse. I'm an ESL student. Um, so mini pitches, mini pitches. Um, they unveiled some mini pitches at at the Herman Park over there in the east side of town. Um, I, I believe it's four four little fields um, dedicated to soccer. You know, finally we're able to to have like um. Not like a soccer specific park, but I think it's really cool that you know there we have like little street soccer fields somewhere in the city. I know they they said they were gonna you know construct some more you know around the whole entire city, but this is like the first step, the first the first ones that were built. And as also as I said on Twitter, I want to know who the heck is gonna step up and build. Or put together the first street soccer tournament in Houston, Texas. Um, actually, I wanted to do it. Like I want to do it. Like one of, one of my dream goals in life is to actually have a street soccer league. Um, but you know, I don't have the resources or the contacts and all that. But you know, I have the ideas and I have all the plans that you know of how I wanted to do it and how I want to set it up. So if you're out there listening. And you have resources, and you have contacts, and you want to help me out. You know, let's get together and let's plan this tournament out. You know, I know Vandera uh, Negra and some people from El Batallón have been talking about doing it. And dude, I'm down to uh, put on a jersey and go out there and play. And also, I'm down to like put it together uh, when it comes to like you know putting putting up matches and drawing up you know uh, schedules and stuff like that. So. If anybody out there is listening, you know, hit me up. Let's let's put this tournament together. I think street soccer is a vital, important 
part of creating a soccer culture in this country and also in this city period so let's let's you know before we start getting all crazy and building a whole bunch of a whole bunch of mean pitches let's get something together let's get something structured and let's put some um, tournaments together and then whenever we have pitches all over the the Houston area we'll be able to have our own street soccer champions league you know we get the best of every part of town and we have them compete against each other and you know like I said I have plenty of ideas just hit me up and we'll put them together and we'll start building you know a good soccer culture for whenever the world cup comes and we can just be exploding with soccer everywhere in the city um so yeah hit me up if you have ideas hit me up if you have ideas resources or whatever you want you know i'm open to uh to building this uh this soccer culture in, here in houston um another thing season opener is coming is at the end of the month i'll probably be putting out more episodes then but you know i just want to give you a heads up is uh february 29 2 2:30 p.m. at BVVA Compass State not Compass BVVA Stadium so you know keep in mind i will keep reminding reminded you of that but you know just keep that in mind and um also they just announced uh uh march 27th we will be hosting Cruz Azul from Mexico so um it's going to be a just a friendly game but it's actually a really smart idea from the Houston Dynamo because that is the week that we have a uh, a bye week. Jesus, I don't know what's going on with me. But uh, we're having a bye week and uh, so it's pretty good to have a team of such great name like Cruz Azul and you know just even though it's a friendly is going to be an intense game and it's going to be good for the guys uh in a moral way because you don't you know even though we have a a, a week that we are free we able to keep in shape for you know what's coming next so it's pretty cool and also it's going to be a great match a lot of people are going to be there so if you want to get your tickets um they go out on sale on Tuesday February 11th so basically next week at 10 o'clock in the morning so make sure you get your tickets it's going to get packed there's a lot of Cruz Azul fans here in Houston and there's a lot of people that want to go out and watch, you know, a, a Liga MX game against, you know, the Houston Dynamo. So, it's going to get packed. Make sure you go and and you know, and get it. So, March 27, 8 p.m., I believe is is the start of the game. Um, let me see. I have it written down. Yeah, it's a Friday night. So, you know, it's going to get packed. So, make sure you get your your tickets, make sure you're out there. Ooh, we're almost done. Um also, I'm working on a new article for Dynamo Theory. Um also, go check those guys out dynamotheory.com, dynamotheory.com, dynamotheory.com. You're going to find a whole bunch of articles about, you know, what's going on. Basically, my podcast in a better form in a written form and also better because they're you know, almost, prof- I don't know if they're professionals, to be honest, but let's just say they're professional, professional writers, I mean, at the rate that these dudes write, they have to be professional, so Dustin, actually last episode, I called him Dusty, so my bad on that, bro, uh, but Dustin, and there's another guy that I'm blanking on, and I apologize for doing that, which actually, let me just look him up real quick, because I want to give credit where credit is due, um, so yeah, so Dustin, and let me see if I can find them. 
and and Derek and Derek are the the guys that are kind of co-edit the the site for the for Dynamo Theory. So you know if you if you talk to the guys, hit them up. You know, tell them what a great job they're doing, and they're actually putting out pretty good articles that keep the people of the Forever Orange family very very informed. And I'm actually working on a little a little thing that you know hopefully they like and hopefully they'll they'll post it. But is it's gonna be a teaser. The title is the five reasons why you should go to the home opener. And obviously those are gonna be in my opinion. So in my opinion, these are the best five reasons why you should be going to the home opener. So hopefully I'm able to finish it this week and hopefully um if they choose to post it or not. Hopefully it will go out this week or next week. And hopefully those five reasons are good reasons enough for you to make it to the home opener. Um, and that's actually the end of my episode. I think I've talked a whole bunch. But before I leave, um, I leave you guys alone. I wanted to shout out the fellow uh, podcasters and uh, writers and media people that do stuff for the Dynamo as fans. Um I, you know, they're just pretty cool guys. I mean, I don't know any of them, to be honest. I just met one person, which is uh, Darby Lockridge, which actually she actually gave me tickets once to a game. Um, and she's a she's a, a writer. She writes for uh, Switch the Pitch. Uh, last year or before this year, they were actually called MLS Female, but now they switched it to uh, Switch the Pitch, which actually is a... Um, is a group of women that each of them writes for a team in the MLS, which I think is the greatest thing ever. I think ever, we should do that somehow. Um, not as guys, but, you know, and whatever. Let's just keep talking about her. But the idea of having a male, uh, not a male, a female perspective on soccer, I think is one of the greatest things ever. Because me as a guy, you know, you always hear soccer stuff from other dudes, but having a perspective from from the female side, I think it brings a new light uh, to soccer. So, Darby Lockridge, check her out. She writes for Switch the Pitch. Uh, another show that kind of is similar to mine, but probably better, is the guys from The Peel. Uh, check them out. The Peel, I think, is The Peel 05 in their social medias. Um, and then also one of the guys that does that with them does Down in the Valley, which actually is a show basically dedicated to RGV. Um, then there's another couple of guys that do Generation Orange. It's another podcast, and I believe they do a YouTube channel as well. And then a new uh, a new uh, podcast that is coming to town is going to be uh, Keeping Tabs. I actually wrote down Keeping key- Tabs. But yes, Keeping Tabs. So it's actually two guys that, I'm sorry, I, I was going to say I'm too lazy to look up your names, but let me just go on Twitter real quick and look up the names so I don't sound like a terrible guy. But yeah, uh, Keeping Tabs is basically, they're going to start, I think, February 24th um, with their podcast. And it's basically another podcast about the Houston Dynamo, but obviously with their own spin, we, we still haven't heard it. Um, so it's going to be Colin, Colin and Luke, man, these are, with all due respect, your guys' names are very, very white, so Colin and Luke, uh, keeping tabs, listen to them, Monday, February 24th, they're starting, 
and once again Generation Orange down in the valley Dopio and switch the pitch with Darby Lockridge about the Houston Dynamo and of course Glenn Davis uh, Soccer Matters and all their social media and stuff like that so I'm going to go ahead and shut up and go to bed it's pretty late um, so yeah I'll hit you guys up next week um, hopefully with more information about games and stuff like that games breakdown since we're having a couple this week and if not, then I'll hit you up the following week with, for sure, more games because we actually have the Sun Cup and all that stuff. So, Chunking VH, um, fellow Dynamites, and uh, we'll see you guys later. So, take care. We'll see you guys. Have a good week. Later. I'm back. One last thing. Also, if you want to collaborate, um, if you want to come down for an episode and record something with me, or if you want to co-host... Um, or if you're a producer and you know how to do all these, uh, you know, computer stuff and you want to help me out, you know, produce a better show or even record something, um, I have a lot of ideas that I want to do, but obviously, um, lack of time and a lack of knowledge doesn't help. Um, so if you're out there, you know, just putting it out there to the world, if you want to be part of something like this, or if you want to help me out producing a show, um, like I said, I have a lot of ideas that I want to do. A lot of like YouTube content that I wanted to record, you know, Dynamo related uh, game day stuff and, you know, stuff like that. You know, interviews of people that I want to do. So if you want to do that, help me out on uh, some way, shape or form, um, you know, and I can help you out in a way, uh, that would be cool. So if you want to, you know, collaborate, do something together. Also, you know, hit me up. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. Chris, C-R-I-S, Putalias, P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z, or on Instagram, Christian Putalias, so it's my full name. Um, so yeah, that's the last thing I want to say, so thank you again, have a nice weekend, we'll see you guys next time, but goodbye.